When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. Your number one source for all the league's top headlines. Here's your host, Justin Kinner. Welcome in, everyone. We are officially 26 days away from Reach the Horizon. That's right, the Horizon League Men and Women's Basketball Championships at Indiana Farmers Coliseum, March 9th and 10th, where we will crown a Horizon League Men and Women's Basketball Champion. And, of course, we have a lot of basketball between now and that point. Justin Kinner with you here. Welcome in. Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. we got a big guest lined up for you here today on the show. We have uh, John Calipari, the head coach of the Kentucky Wildcats. He'll join us coming up here in just a few moments. His son, Brad Calipari, plays for the Detroit Mercy. So we'll talk about what it was like uh, for Coach Calipari to have a chance to coach his son at Kentucky and what it was like being with him through the process, uh, the the transfer portal process uh, that ultimately led to Brad Calipari landing in Detroit, playing for Coach Mike Davis and alongside potential Horizon League Men's Basketball Player of the Year and Antoine Davis. Uh, So I'm excited to, to get to that interview coming up here in just a few moments. Again, his interview will be brought to you by Zervita. But before we get into that, let's get into some of the Horizon League men's basketball and women's basketball news and notes. Here's the Horizon League's top headlines. Reach the Horizon top headlines. All right, let's tip things off here. We'll start on the women's side of things. Let's take a look at the standings. The IUPUI Jaguars, 10-1 and in Horizon League play, 16-6 and overall. Most importantly, though, they have a couple-game lead over what is really a, a pile of second-place teams there in the mix of things between the Wright State Raiders, the Green Bay Phoenix, and now new to the party, the Northern Kentucky Norse. How about that 7-4 and in conference player, the Norse, along with the Wright State Raiders and Green Bay Phoenix. You have those three teams battling it out. Remember, coming in, Wright State, Green Bay tabbed as the preseason co-favorites, preseason uh, number ones, both tied for number one. And right now, they're not only trying to leapfrog one another, they're trying to leapfrog Northern Kentucky, who's also put themselves in the conversation as well. Keep in mind the importance of the one and the two seed uh, for the Horizon League tournament coming up at the end of the year. There's a big difference. I mean, that th- that two seed and the three seed, that's the difference between having to win four games to win the Horizon League tournament and only having to win two games to win the entire thing. So seeding is very important, and right now the Jaguars sitting comfortably at the top, but it's going to be up to Northern Kentucky, Wright State, and Green Bay uh, as they battle it out to the finish line. The IUPUI Jaguars also jumped up five spots to number 12 in this week's College Insider Women's Mid-Major Top 25 poll. Cleveland State and Wright State are also continuing to receive votes in this poll. Uh, All three of these teams have been regulars in this throughout the season. The Jaguars have also led the league in several categories, including scoring offense at just over 72 points per game, scoring defense, holding opponents to 57 points per game, field goal percentage at... 0.45 0.45 and a three-point field goal percentage, shooting 36% and assist at just over 16 a game. So again, when you start looking at all of those statistical categories, it's no surprise as to why the Jaguars have dominated conference play to this point. As I mentioned, Northern Kentucky, uh, a real surprise team here in the second half of the Horizon League season, putting themselves in the conversation with Wright State and Green Bay. And Northern Kentucky's victories over Milwaukee and Green Bay this past week 
Molly Glick averaged 12.5 points per game for the Norse. The redshirt senior guard shot 62% from both the field and beyond the arc, going 10 for 16 overall and 5 for 8 from three-point range. Glick also averaged 4.5 rebounds per game, leading NKU's guards in that statistic and swiped a team-best three steals. And before we close things out here on the women's side of things, I do want to congratulate Cleveland State's Mariah Miller as she has become the 30th Viking all-time to record 1,000 career points after finishing with 19 points at IUPUI this past Thursday. So congratulations to her uh, on a fantastic career milestone right there. Again, the 30th Viking player all-time to reach 1,000 career points. Congratulations to Mariah Miller. Now we'll take a look at some of the top news and headlines in the men's side of things. Of course, we'll start things off by taking a peek into the standings. The Green Bay Phoenix got a huge win over the Raiders on their home floor this past weekend. Wright State was riding high after blowing out Northern Kentucky by 30 the previous weekend on their home floor on the ESPNU game. They held on after losing Loud and Love early in the second half. Uh, they were able to hold on and get a huge win over Milwaukee, but they could not get the job done against the Green Bay Phoenix. Wright State came roaring back at the end, but the Phoenix were able to hold off the Raiders and give the Raiders their second conference loss of Horizon League play. With the Raiders' loss and the NKU win, back-to-back uh, -back wins, I should say, over Milwaukee and Green Bay, Northern Kentucky now has closed the gap between themselves and Wright State. A game separates the two uh, right there at the top. Wright State number one at 9-2, and two, the, uh, the Norse at 8-3. and three. Youngstown State, Green Bay, and UIC all tied at 6-5 and five in conference play, all battling it out for that third-place slot. Again, trying to keep pace with Northern Kentucky there. For that number two spot, as we mentioned, the, the difference between two and three is having to win four games uh, to win the Horizon League Championship and go on to the NCAA Tournament. Uh, and the two seed gives you a double round bye, and you only have to win two at that point. Plus, you get an automatic you know, push to Indianapolis to play in the Horizon League Basketball Championships, reach the horizon. So a lot on the line. A couple headlines here before we get to our interview with Coach Calipari. Wright State moves to number 12 in the collegeinsider.com mid-major top 25 poll northern kentucky uh, after their back-to-back -back wins this pack back-to-back uh, -back wins this past weekend continuing to receive votes the raiders nine and two to start horizon league men's basketball play they've been dominant so far this season in horizon league play they rank tops in scoring rebounding three-point field goal percentage and blocks nationally wright state is 12th in the country in scoring offense with 81.1 points per game and ninth in rebounds per game at just over 41 a game. So White State, is they're scoring and rebounding right up there with some of the best teams in the country, and it's no surprise as to why they're sitting atop the Horizon League standings as we currently sit here to start things off in February. I want to give a shout-out to Amari Davis of the Green Bay Phoenix. He's a freshman, and he is now a seven-time winner of the Horizon League Men's Basketball Freshman of the Week honor, which ties him for the second most all-time in conference history. Davis ranks fifth in the Horizon League in scoring with an average of 16 points per game and second in the Horizon League, shooting just over 50% from the floor, 51.5 to be exact. So a lot of things going on in both the men and women's side of things as far uh, as basketball is concerned, uh, and it's going to be an exciting finish, uh, exciting race to the finish line. As again, reach the horizon. We are just 26 days away from crowning both Horizon League men and women's basketball champions. So I cannot tell you how excited I am about that, and I'm sure you are as well. And that wraps up our Horizon League top headlines. 
Just a reminder that being a listener of the Reach the Horizon podcast does have its benefits, including exclusive access to tickets to the Horizon League Basketball Championships. To thank you for listening, save $5 per ticket by using the code HLPODCAST at checkout. Again, visit HorizonLeague.com and use the code HLPODCAST at checkout. I look forward to seeing you in Indianapolis. Brad Calipari is a grad transfer from the University of Kentucky. The former Wildcat is now with the Detroit Mercy, playing for head coach Mike Davis and playing alongside potential Horizon League Player of the Year Antoine Davis. After graduating from Kentucky, Brad wanted to pursue an opportunity to play for a school where he can get regular playing time. Calipari, a student of the game, is averaging close to 20 minutes a night and averaging 7 points per contest. Look, it is special for any parent uh, to have the chance to coach their son or daughter in any sport at any level. Kentucky head coach John Calipari had the opportunity to coach his son at Kentucky for three seasons. Coach Calipari is our guest on this week's edition of Reach the Horizon as he shares what it was like having the chance to coach his son Brad at the highest of levels and to see him venture off to play for Mike Davis and Detroit here in the Horizon League. Our guest on this week's edition of Reach the Horizon is John Calipari. Today's interview brought to you by health and wellness company Zervita, changing lives for the better through nutritional and performance-based products and opportunities. Here's John Calipari on Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League. All right, we bring on our next guest, Brad Calipari, plays for the Detroit Mercy, and his dad is the head coach for the Kentucky Wildcats, John Calipari, and Coach Calipari is our guest on this week's edition of Reach the Horizon. Coach, welcome in. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, yeah. I went, it went from uh, Brad being my son to Brad Calipari's dad, <laughs> so it's, it's, uh, it's better. I'm proud of him, and I'm happy to see uh, Detroit doing so well now. Absolutely. And coach, that's what's interesting about this. Like any, as a parent, anytime you have a chance to coach your son or daughter in any sport at any level, uh, that, that has to be so special. And you look at the players that you have coached, the NBA, uh, players, the elite college basketball players that you've coached. I'm sure coaching your son, he's the most special player I'm sure that you've coached, uh, during your career. It was. And, and he knew coming in, uh, because when he said, I want to go and play at Kentucky, I said, Brad, you know, it's going to be hard. NBA players every day. I mean, that's who you're going against. So it's going to be hard to say you're going to get the kind of minutes you'll be satisfied with. He was good with it. He said, I want to see how good I can get. And going against those kind of guys every day, I'm going to find out. But here's a special thing. He wanted to branch out, and he wants to prove himself. He wants to challenge himself. You know, all those things. It took a lot of courage to leave this kind of program and then go to another program and not know how much you're going to play. First couple games, he doesn't play much. He misses shots. He starts making shots, and Coach Davis starts playing him. You know, I, I, uh, I'm proud of him and, and happy for the situation being like it is for him. I'm really happy he's with Coach Davis, uh, somebody that I have a lot of respect for, coached against, and know, and, and have been friends with. So it's been a good experience. Coach, when, when he graduated high school and you, you know, you mentioned the conversation you had with him about how difficult it would be to come to Kentucky going up against NBA players on a night in, night out basis. Were there other schools involved? At what point in that recruiting process for him did he finally narrow it down or come to you and say, Hey, dad, I want to play for you. I want to play at Kentucky. You know, he had a knee injury and that kind of set him back. And so the opportunities that he wanted, I, I wanted to play division one. And those opportunities weren't going to be there. Um, he went to prep school, 
which was his decision. And then he came here, and uh, he got better and better. And he worked. The players respected him because of his work ethic and how hard he, he played and went against him every day. And then the biggest thing is, again, you now branch out, don't know if you're going to play. You're leaving this kind of situation where your family's here, where you all live together, where he had a home, and saying, I'm going to branch out and do this on my own. I want to prove myself on my own. And he did it, and he's playing. And Let me, let me say this about Detroit, too. Mike was trying to find out who his team was, but he had to do it against the number one schedule in the country. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard that. If anybody played the kind of schedule he played, you'd have a lot of losses. Anybody. Then he gets into the league. They have Wright State beat. Every game is a close game. Go win the tournament. Go win the tournament. You can play with all these teams. You've got to go on a three-game run. So I'm happy for them. They're playing better. They're, they're figuring out each other. Um, it's great to see, and, and I'm watching from a distance. I either try to get up. I've been to four games, I believe, in person, and I try to watch every game. Um, but it's, uh, it's fun to see him and watch him and go through this with him. I mean, with you being so busy, Coach, I mean, obviously you have your own program that you are so focused on 365 days out of the year. Uh, I remember the article that came out on uh, from ESPN highlighting the fact that there were some who – criticized you for for spending so much time watching Detroit which is just laughable to me uh but again to go back with with your busy schedule and everything you have going on how much time do you get to sit back and and get to take in as much of your son's games as possible well I'm I'm uh I'm excited I mean he's my son and if anybody has an issue with me making time to see my son play or watching him uh, in person then that's a problem with you not me because any chance I get to get there in person Oh, I'll get there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and I'm rooting on Detroit, and I'm watching Horizon League like I've never watched before. And and I'll tell you what, it's another, it's one of those leagues that top to bottom, there's not a whole lot of, you know, there's there's teams that are standing out a little bit, but they're not, like, blowing people out of the water. And the conference tournament is going to be crazy, crazy. John Calipari with us here on Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon Lake. His visit being brought to you by Zervita. Coach, when Brad came to you and finally you know, opened up about wanting to transfer, uh, entering the transfer portal, I think the article said that he kind of did it on his own uh, without letting you guys know, I believe, I think is what the article said. But uh, what was your reaction when you found out he was ready to, to leave Kentucky and transfer? Uh, and what was that process like? No, he had talked about it. He redshirted the year before with the idea that if he left as a grad student, he graduated in three seasons or three years, that he could play two years wherever he goes. So, no, we had discussed it, but he didn't say, I'm going to put my name in the portal tonight, <laughs> which is what he did. And that's fine. I mean, he's, you know, he's independent. You know, I'm proud of all my kids, uh, Megan and Aaron, both independent, um, you know, trying to make their own way away from, my wife and I, which we, we, you know, we want them to be independent, and I want my son to be independent. Coach, with that in mind, too, 
when he's transferring out? How involved were you? You talked about Mike Davis and the respect you have for him. Obviously, you've known him for a while. What what was your role in 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 uh, in Brad's you know process of trying to find that school to go play for? Were you kind of hands off a little bit and were step in when you know he needed advice, or were you side by side with him as he was looking for that opportunity that was going to be the best fit for him? Well, it's a little different. He was older, so I didn't go on any of the visits. I left him alone. Um, I let him meet the coaches. My thing was, you make sure you work out with the coaches. If you can play five on five with the team, you do it, and then. The coaches that I talk to who either I would call them or they call me, I say, look, if you think he can play for you, let him know. If you think he's going to be your 12th man, let him know. Just be honest with him, and I'm fine with whatever you do. And so when he came back, he, he looked and he said, you know, I really like Detroit, and I like Coach Davis. And I said, Mike's a good friend. He's a good man. He's a heck of a coach. And if you're comfortable, I'm comfortable. But you have to do what you want. And that's what he decided. Yeah, and Antoine Davis, too. Mike's son's a tremendous basketball player as well, so uh, that's a very skilled player he gets to play alongside, too. Again, I like what you said earlier about Detroit, that the non-conference schedule, because I say that all the time, especially for, for mid-major basketball. When you head into conference play, a lot of people like to sit there and poke at records, and I said, I, I don't care about records for not for mid-major teams heading into conference play because so many Doesn't mid-major, they, you know, they're playing a lot of you know Power 5 schools, the Kentuckys, Dukes of the world. You don't really know who they are until you match up against teams that are similar to you, and that's a great point about Detroit because their four wins in, in the conference already. They're one of the surprise teams uh, at the halfway point of the Horizon League season. Well, let me, let me say this, too. He had a new team. Mm-hmm. So, so it's not just the schedule. He's trying to figure out things with that. And I was at games, and I looked at Mike. I said, Mike, you got to get into league play. Get out of this stuff. I said, who do you have left? He said, well, we've got to go to Gonzaga. I said, why in the world would you do that? <laughs> I mean, so he's into league play, and literally they should have two or three more wins in the league. And so what it proves is you're as good as anybody. Just go play together. Be about each other, and, and I'm rooting for them. So, But I appreciate this time with you. I'm a fan of the Horizon League. Um, been friends with a bunch of those guys, and uh, I wish them all well. Absolutely. John Calipari, Coach Calipari, thanks so much, sir. Uh, best of luck for you and your team the rest of the season. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, there he was, John Calipari, the head coach of the Kentucky Wildcats, the father of Brad Calipari, the grad transfer guard for the Detroit Mercy. In fact, Detroit will be on the road tonight at Wright State. Detroit with four wins in conference play, looking to pick up their fifth. And if they could pick up their fifth win tonight, that would be a huge win for Mike Davis and company. Keep in mind, they had the Raiders beat on their home floor the last time these two teams met just under a month ago. And when you look at that, Wright State was down, I believe, six or seven points with just over a minute to go and somehow found a way to come all the way back and win uh, and win late. This will be a tight game tonight, and this can be a huge win for Detroit. And Wright State's coming off of a tough loss against Green Bay over the weekend. This is a must-win for both teams. Again, we're inching closer and closer to the mid-February mark, and uh, right now you want to be playing your best basketball. Detroit looking to get a season-defining win over the Raiders here tonight, and you can see Brad Calipari play uh, at the Nutter Center or on ESPN+. Plus. All right, that wraps it up for us here on Reach the Horizon. Just a reminder that while you are waiting for the next podcast to drop, stay up to date with the Horizon League. Visit HorizonLeague.com and follow at Horizon League on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat for news and exclusive behind-the-scenes 
access. Subscribe and download uh, the Reach the Horizon podcast in your Apple iTunes store, Google Play store. Of course, you can access the uh, Reach the Horizon podcast uh, at horizonleague.com as well on SoundCloud. Uh, but make sure you are leaving a nice rating, leave a nice review, tell us how we're doing. And of course, I'm always accepting any kind of uh, suggestions on potential interviews. If there's a story in the Horizon League that you want to bring to the forefront, please reach out to me on Twitter at 1410Kenner, K-I-N-N-E-R. Uh, my DMs are open so that you uh, can feed me some suggestions if you would like. So take advantage of that, and we'll continue to try to bring you some of the top stories and headlines in the conference each and every week. So until next week, this has been Reach the Horizon, the official podcast of the Horizon League.